Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, while you remain standing, if you'll direct your attention to the Bible, uh, Ezekiel chapter number one. Ezekiel chapter number one. Amen. Praise God. Ezekiel 1 verse 26. Ezekiel 1. Now this is Ezekiel having a vision of heaven in this first chapter. So he describes some of the things he's seen in these three verses we're going to read. Ezekiel 1, 26, And above the firmament over the heads, their heads was likeness of a throne, in appearance like a sapphire stone. Of, on the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around, like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard a voice of one speaking. So he said, it was like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. Amen. That was part of the scene that he observed in his vision. Amen. And I would like to preach on the subject, the rainbow. The rainbow. Lord, thank you again for your word. It's forever settled and it's always anointed. Lord, let the power of God be manifest and let this word bless each and every heart. Amen, that is receiving it right now. In Jesus' name, and everybody say amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. Praise God. God is so good. Thank you, Lord. The rainbow. You know, a rainbow is a multicolored arc that appears when light, light strikes water droplets. Rainbows appear when sunlight strikes raindrops at just the right angle. And when I say just the right angle, I mean it is precisely at 42 degrees is when you see a rainbow, when you are viewing it at 42 degrees in the opposite direction of where the sun is. The primary colors of the rainbow are always the same, and they're always in the same order based on their wavelength, their light wavelength from the longest to the shortest. So when you look at a rainbow, amen, the longest wavelength color is red because it's the one on the top. And the shortest is violet. It's the one on the inside. But red is followed by orange and followed by yellow, which is followed by green, then blue, indigo. I don't even know what color indigo is, but it's kind of a kind of close to violet and blue, I guess. Amen. And then violet. Those are always the colors of a rainbow. 
And what's interesting is because each person's vantage point is different, and because each person, when they're looking at a rainbow, is in a unique place, did you know that no two people will ever see the same rainbow? Oh, yeah, because I've haven't you ever seen a rainbow and said, hey, come here, look at this rainbow. And I don't care if that person's standing right next to you, rubbing shoulders with you. You are not looking at the same rainbow because they're over there and you're over there. Yeah, but that's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. But it, we're talking about exact angles and all kinds of things. Everybody is seeing a unique rainbow, even if a bunch of people are looking at the same rainbow. It's all based on your particular position. At any given time, it's all based on your unique perspective. So what that means to me is that God has a special rainbow for every one of us. Amen. Amen. Rainbows are amazing. They're beautiful. They're breathtaking. They are uplifting. They are encouraging. Amen. And they have inspired over the decades and millennia and, and centuries, many poems and songs and, and paintings and, and the list goes on. And the most famous song probably about a rainbow, amen, was written for the movie uh, The Wizard of Oz in 1939 when Judy Garland sang, amen, over the rainbow. Amen. Rainbows have been subject to the subject of many myths and legends and superstitions as well, such as the idea that rainbows somehow bring good luck or that rainbows are somehow pathways or highways to some secret place or some invisible kingdom or so, uh, such like. Amen. But I think the most famous tall tale about rainbows is the leprechaun and his pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Amen. The story goes that there was an old couple in Ireland, amen, and they had fallen on hard times, and they, their crops and their famine, and they literally went out to their, their garden. All they had was one carrot, and they went and picked that carrot, and when they picked it, hanging on the bottom of that carrot was a leprechaun, supposedly. Amen. So they captured that leprechaun, and, and he said, hey, if you'll let me go, you know, I'll give you a one wish, you know, and, and of course they were greedy and everything. And so they gave him a laundry list of wishes and no, you're not going until you give us all this stuff. And so the leprechaun said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I've got a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow right there. And if you'll let me go, you just go ahead and go over there and get it. And of course they let him go. He lied and, uh, and then they went over there, and men have been searching for the end of the rainbow and the pots of gold ever since. And no one's ever found any. Amen. You know why? Because there's an issue uh, with this story. And the, the issue is that the pot of gold was supposed to be at the end of the rainbow. Why is that an issue? Because rainbows have no end. You say, yeah, they do. They got this end, and then they got that end. But no, they don't have any end. They are actually full circles. Every rainbow is a full circle. Amen. But we only see the top half or a portion of it because of our vantage point, because we only see what's above the horizon and, for, and any obstacles that are in the way. We're just seeing a portion or the top half. Amen. But I'm telling you, every rainbow is a full circle. Amen. And the only way you'll really see a full circle is from an airplane or from a high vantage point that's unobstructed. Amen. 
and the book of Revelation, where, you know, this is another vision of heaven by John, the revelator. In chapter 4, verse 2, he said, Behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, and he that sat was to look upon like jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. And the word roundabout means circled or encircled. So the rainbow around the throne of God was a full circle rainbow because that's the way they're made. That's the way God made them. Amen. A beautiful, unbroken circle of beauty. And you know what? I love rainbows. I'm sure you love rainbows. It's almost like looking at a rainbow is like looking at fireworks to me. When I see fireworks, I get all excited. Amen. Not just on 4th of July. It just does something. When you see fireworks or when you see a rainbow, it just lifts your spirits. It encourages you. Amen. And as much as we all love rainbows, amen, and the way they make us feel, can I tell you something this morning? We can't have a rainbow without some rain. And you can't have a rainbow without some storms. Amen. But I'm here to tell you and encourage you this morning, even though you might have some rain going on in your life, and even though some storms happening right now, amen, one author said, the greater your storm, the brighter your rainbow. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you see a rainbow, let it be a reminder that God is with you in the storm. The rainbow represents the silver lining on every dark cloud. The rainbow represents the light at the end of every long tunnel. The rainbow re represents the sun rising on your trials and tribulations. Amen. It's not going to be nighttime all the time in your life. It's not going to be dark in your life all the time. Amen. Because my Bible says... In Psalms 30, verse 5, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm seeing a rainbow coming in the morning. Praise God. Psalms 23, verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I'm going to see a rainbow in the valley. I'm going to see a rainbow wherever I'm at. Praise God. I don't care what kind of trial or tribulation or troubles I'm going through. Amen. What kind of sickness, what kind of relationship issues, everything that's facing me, financial issues, I'm going to see a rainbow, and it's going to remind me that God is with me. So the rainbow lets me know unequivocally that God is with me, amen, in my life, no matter what. Praise God. He is with me in every storm. He's not on vacation. When I'm going through something, He's not asleep. When I'm going through something, He's a very present help in trouble. So call on Him, and He will rise up and speak these words over your storm. Peace be still. You'll see a rainbow. Peace be still. Amen. Jesus said in John 16, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Folks, amen, as the family of God, we are not of this world. I know we like some of the things in this world. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Amen. We were born here, and we, uh, we understand this. We've raised here, and all kinds of good things to do. Praise God, and, and just to experience, and the creation 
revelation of God and all that. Amen. But there comes a time that we realize what the Bible's telling us. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Amen. I've laid up my treasures up in heaven somewhere beyond the blue. We're strangers and pilgrims. Amen. We're in the world, but not of the world. Amen. And I thank God that he gives us wonderful things like rainbows to remind us about things. Praise God. And, you know, the rainbow has nothing to do with myths or legends or superstitions. Yeah, the scientists will say, yeah, this is a scientific thing. And the light refraction and all that angles and all that wavelengths, and that's all true. Amen. But let me tell you something. The God of heaven is the one that created the rainbow. Amen. And you know what? It was designed for one specific purpose. And we find that out, amen, right after the flood of Noah. God spoke to Noah. In Genesis 9, 12, and he said, This is a sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that's with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, that the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud, and I will look on it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that's on the earth. So the rainbow is a powerful sign of the covenant or the agreement that God made between himself, the human race, every living thing, and even the earth itself. Amen. That he would never destroy every living thing on earth with a worldwide flood again. But let me tell you something more powerful than that even. Amen. Praise God. We read about Ezekiel 1, that vision of heaven, and John's vision of chapter 4 of Revelation. The rainbow was around the throne. Amen. God has a reminder up in heaven, and he sees the rainbow. We see a natural rainbow. He sees a supernatural rainbow, and every time he looks up and sees that rainbow he's going to remember his promise he's going to remember his people and he's going to remember us all the way through so every time a child of God sees a rainbow it should remind them of the days of Noah the flood and his promise never to flood the earth again when we're reminded of the days of Noah we're also reminded of the soon coming of the Lord. Praise God. For the Bible said in Matthew 24, 36, but as the day, but at that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only talking about when God's coming back. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the son of man be. Amen. And so and further on down this chapter in, four, in verse 42, he said, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, all you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So every time we see 
those beautiful majestic rainbows in the sky let it be a constant reminder that we should all be watching and waiting for his coming and living our lives accordingly because let me tell you something folks just like in the days of Noah amen it just happened and those that didn't get on the boat didn't make it amen and it's going to happen here Jesus is coming back and there'll be no time to mend there'll be no time to try to get it right we've got to be ready now we got to be ready and watching and praying and being led by His Spirit now so we can be ready to go when the trumpet sounds. Amen. So I'm encouraged. I hope you'll never see a rainbow the same again. I hope you'll never look at a rainbow the same again. I hope it'll bring you encouragement. Amen. And that's another sign that God is coming back because as the days of Noah were, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep or died, lest uh, you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who died in Jesus, sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord by no means precede those who are asleep for the Lord himself will ascend from heaven with a shout with a voice of the archangel and with the trump of God amen and uh, the dead in Christ will rise first then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air we're going right up where the rainbow is we're going to go right up where the rainbow is And though a rainbow is an optical illusion and you can't really touch it, amen, you put your hand right to it if you can even get where it's at, amen. But we're going right up where the rainbows are. We're going to meet him up in the cloud because he said well, when you see the cloud, the rainbow is going to be in the cloud and I'm going to be in the cloud someday and I'm going to blow a trumpet and the, and the angel, archangel is going to shout and then everybody that's way ready to go, everybody that's dead in Christ shall rise. Amen. And we which are alive shall defy gravity. We'll be changed with a new body and we will go up there. And the Bible said we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. I want to comfort you with the words of the rainbow. I want to comfort you with, amen, what the rainbow can really represent in our lives. When we see that rainbow, let it give us hope. Let it give us peace. And let it give us the assurance that he will always be with us. Amen. And that he's coming back soon for his church, his body, his children, his family. Amen. Would you stand with me? How can I be ready for that momentous occasion? How can I be ready so I won't miss that wonderful occasion of when he comes and he calls his people home? Amen. All you have to do is obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Apostle Paul said the gospel of Jesus Christ is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Amen. We've got to obey that somehow. And the Bible told us how to do that. We don't literally obey it. Amen. We spiritually obey it. Not by, we, we, we don't die. We repent. We ask God to forgive us. 
we don't get buried physically. We are buried with him in baptism. Amen. And then we don't, uh, we don't rise, amen, after we're buried because what we do is, yeah, we are buried in water and then we rise and then we go on to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, amen, in our lives. The Holy Ghost baptism, praise God. Death, burial, resurrection. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is a promise to you and your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Jesus said you must be born again if we're going to see or enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. Born of the water, born of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I encourage you. Hallelujah. If you haven't already, let's let's obey that wonderful gospel message. He died so we could have this plan of salvation. He died on the cross so that we could have this wonderful truth and we could be a part. Amen. Because you can't really join God's church. You got to be born into it. Born again into the kingdom of God. And then we watch. And then we wait on him. And then we pray and then we are alert and we're looking at that rainbow and we're looking at what it means and we're looking at the soon coming of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's pray right now. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.